0: How's your reading going,
1: by the way? It's good. I'm in my Dostoevsky place. How do you say it? I've only ever heard it, or I've only ever seen it written. Is it Dostoevsky? Dostoevsky. Dostoevsky.
0: A lot of people will say Dostoevsky, mm. but there's not always a Y. Sometimes huh. it's Dostoevsky. Mm. Dostoevsky is how you I don't know I like him though I'm, I'm in the place where I'm, I'm digging the
1: Russian guys I got really into Chekhov a few years ago and was going through a lot of the short stories and, and just I don't know there's something about the tone of these Russian writers that I think about it sometimes it's like that pen is the last fucking bit of warmth in the world mm. that they have and you can kind of feel that it's like they're in this barren they were literally in Siberia sometimes I mean it's like yeah you
0: know I I sent you that one because it's the best Russian novel to read in solitude yeah (laughs) (laughs) and there are a lot of others that I thought about sending but and and I would argue that notes from underground is better in the winter okay but there are a lot of other Russian like novellas that I almost sent. That it kind of just needs to be winter, yeah, to to read them and really really appreciate them. But Notes from Underground can be read kind of at any time of year, but it's just a little bit better when you're quarantined. because <laughs> <So. Yeah. laughs> <laughs> it is just like it, it's the perfect like a man alone. Yeah, you know, it's honestly the most bizarre narrator I think I've ever read too. He's wonderful.
1: Yeah. <laughs> He's just insane. I mean, he starts that first line, dude. I took a picture of that and sent that to somebody right away and ran in and showed my brother. Like, it's just to open a book with such conviction. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: was, I'm a sick man. I'm a wretched man. Yeah. Some oh, What the fuck's the middle part? Because then it ends with, um, I think my liver hurts. Yeah. <laughs> and that just goes into the book. That's awesome. I just burst out laughing.
0: <laughs> yeah. A lot of that book is like some of the stuff that we've been talking about is like, like that man's inner critic is going fucking nuts. Yeah. You know, um, he's been like pushed out of, of society for a reason. Yeah. And I think a lot of that reason is, I don't know, it's, it's been a while since I've read the full manuscript, but like a lot, I think a lot of that reason is that his inner critic bars him from Really appreciating what his former circles have to offer.
1: Mm.
0: Former social circles have to offer. It's it's kind of fascinating. I mean, I'm I'm really digging it so
1: far. I'm I'm excited to to read all of these really. It's it's gonna be cool. Have we actually said on Mike what we're doing with these books? It's kinda cool. I was thinking about it today. I just sent your books out today. Okay. And it's just it's kind of a neat like somewhere between a book club and pen pal thing. Yeah. But it's kind of cool. It's perfect quarantine activity, I feel
0: like. It is. It is. Yeah. So Matthew and I are just mailing each other books back and forth. Yeah. Um, we've both recently set up uh, uh, reading nooks for ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> so we're <laughs> a little bit better equipped with free time and especially physical space to uh, to read more. And I know I've been reading a lot more just in the past couple months. Mm for a while there I was not reading as often as I should be mm. but I need to keep this up after quarantine yeah. is over <laughs> which might be hard but it's
1: nice getting a package too yeah something about getting a package because packages yeah. don't usually suck letters oftentimes like when you get an envelope usually that's going to be a bad thing but a package it's always good no one sends you a package of something shitty
0: yeah I know it's, I've kind of developed a, a little bit of a shopping addiction <laughs> for that reason. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> like throughout this pandemic, I've like I don't buy anything that I don't actually think I need. Yeah, except except for books. Like I have too many books, but like what like we've been talking about, like libraries are a difficult thing right now. Yeah. So right now, I feel like studying specific things, so I'm ordering books about them. But I've also just kind of been transitioning. Um, a lot of like household products. Like I'll buy re- a lot of reusable stuff. Yeah. Like mesh produce bags and like store like storage stuff, trying to cut down on single use plastic, that kind of thing. And so like I'm I'm buying a lot of practical stuff, but it yeah. really is for that dopamine rush of getting a package. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome.
1: <laughs> That's my free return policies are the shit too, dude, because you can just send it right back. <laughs> Keep the cycle going, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel like accomplished when I get a package. I feel like I did something. It's like I didn't do anything. I did not sell this product, I did not make this product, I did yeah. not come up with this idea. I spent money that is not coming in anymore on a product. But it still feels like I accomplished something. But it it works. So <laughs> fuck it, I keep doing it. But I love it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's why I used to love um I remember when I was getting sober, it was very helpful, actually. But going to the library became such a thing. Like, I always liked it, but it kind of, like, clicked that, like, you can have stuff but not have stuff, man. You know, like, it's kind of like this, I don't know. It it was like fucking stoner logic, but it totally worked. It was just, um, I love libraries. You can just walk through there and get that same fix from, like, picking up. I would just grab a poetry book and just rip through that in the library and then go put it back and get another one and then go bring some books home and it ended up being just after a while these huge stacks and like a whole shitload of cds and stuff and like once you start to realize all the possibilities that are in there and that it doesn't cost you anything and the people
0: are always pretty nice you know yeah it's you know i'm kind of uh i hesitate to say old media because what i'm about to say does not really equate to old media but Like, I I don't have cable, and I won't pay for any subscriptions beyond Netflix. And this is why, like, going to the local library is so valuable. Like, you go and just, like, look at whatever collections they have, and then you can order things online from them, too, and borrow things, like, interlibrary loan type stuff. And, like, there's no reason to not see a good film that you want to see. Like, you can get it somehow. You can read any book that you want to read somehow. And like the, it gives you a window in which you have to finish it, you know, and it kind of it kind of keeps you reading at a pace that you should be reading. Whereas sometimes it takes me like a solid five months to read a book, just because I'll put it down and start another book, and the next thing I know, I got a dozen books that I'm yeah. in the middle of.
1: Well, even the the way that they punish you when you go over the deadline and stuff, like I, it clicked one time. I used to always think it was kind of funny, and I think there's a a Jerry Seinfeld joke about that how like the library is sort of like your, your poor pathetic friend's like, like, come on man, give it back. You know, like I'll find you a dime. You know, it's that kind of shit. But, (laughs) but I was thinking about it and like, how rare is that? Like, that's such a, to have it like a government institution of all things, but to have any sort of societal institution, that's actually just kind of friendly. Like, they are not going to fuck your life up if you don't give this book back. Like if you miss a credit card payment, that goes to hell pretty quick, if you miss a payment at Planet Fitness, that goes to hell pretty quick, so those things are nice until they're not, but the library it's like they you can keep that book for a year and rack up like a six dollar fine, and then half the time <laughs> when you give it back, they erase the fine. so it's like, what's the hell's the point of the fine? <laughs> so, so I love that though, because I realized like this is a nice thing in my life. like this is actually kind of a friendly. I can just go and explore, basically, and feel young. It's nice.
0: Well, like, and I'm on the mailing list for, for my town library, and what I've noticed, especially during the pandemic, is that the, li- the town library is, like, the only municipal institution that creates its own community within the larger community. Yeah. Like, outside of a lot of towns, we'll have, like, a community center, you know, but the library really is, like we know you're all here for a myriad of things, but it's all in pursuit of edification and it's all in pursuit of living an informed life or an entertained life or what have you. And so like, they, they just want to provide you with quality content and the, the reassurance that they'll be there for you Yeah, when you're trying to learn or when you're trying to occupy yourself, you know? Um, I've I've always felt very at home just in those environments. Yeah, it's like that's the only other place where where my identity makes sense. Like <laughs> in a, in a college or in a library. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: they're they're so comforting. I don't know, and they they just even I remember when I was a kid, like going in there in the summer. Just the notion that they wouldn't kick you out. It was the only place in town with air conditioning that wouldn't kick you out, and you can just walk around and. It's just, it's weird. It's like I went through. Look, like I noticed a lot of my friends kind of did this. I went through like when I was younger. It was just the coolest shit in the world going to the library because you could get like we always got the um. They had all the Tintin tin books under the counter that you like couldn't get unless you asked the librarian. So my brother and I would go up and like get those and we'd blow through all the Tintin tin books and it was like this mysterious thing and just all stuff like that. This big gorilla, big stuffed gorilla named Coco. We just all those things. It was like a mystical place. And then we get older and it's like they had the teen room, which was like to entice you in. They had all the computers and shit up there. But it's like we didn't give a rat's ass. And then when you're an adult, it's like it starts to circle back in some ways. And that's one of the things I miss the most, I think, during all of this lockdown stuff is just not being able to go in there Because it was always my, like, if I was broke, I'd be like, screw it. Like, I can at least go in here. Although one time I was, (laughs) it was like the most pathetic rock bottom. I don't even remember how it happened, but I had like three credit cards and my library card get declined on the same day. Oh, no. It was insane. I didn't even know, like, it just declined my library card like like you would decline a credit card. And I was just standing
0: there, like, staring at it. Like, that can't even, how's that even happen? (laughs) Hang on. Did you accidentally give them your credit card? No. <laughs> no, it was
1: like I had gone to like a gas station that didn't work out. I'd gone to the bank, there was nothing in there, and then went to the library. I was like, at least I'll go do this. I'll go get some books, get some CDs, sit down, and make this work somehow. And then uh, I went to ring them up, and I was like, you've got to be shitting me. And I had to just go up to the library and I'd be like, look, you gotta work with me on this somehow. And we mm-hmm. got through it, but. But I don't know. I just I miss that a lot now that there was a place, you know, and I'm going to lose my mind if that somehow goes away. Like if that's one of those because I feel like it's always on the chopping block, you know, like.
0: Yeah, for sure. And uh, and I'll tell you what's going to be difficult for me this fall. Um, It's not just going to be the Nick Drake weather, but like usually when fall comes on and it starts getting dark early and the town green is covered with leaves yeah that's when I love spending my evenings in the library, yeah it's my favorite thing, and I'll go in and what I do in the fall, <laughs> among many other rituals that I have is i just I get a bunch of documentaries about religious like archaeology, yeah, yeah. and <laughs> just like sit down and watch egypt stuff <laughs> and, <laughs> and um. You know, I'll I'll watch documentaries about like the great mystics of the past and and stuff like that, and that's one of my favorite spaces to occupy in the fall. Yeah, and uh, and so like without the library, and especially without that sort of atmosphere, that is created by the changing of the season outside on the town green, it mm. just it doesn't it's not going to be the same, but yeah all those things will still exist and like <laughs> all those sensations outdoors <laughs> will still exist i just kind of have to adjust and yeah. adapt to the change well that's why it's kind of cool that we're doing this like mail order
1: thing because it's like a piece of that you know it's not the same as walking into a big building full of everything but it's it's still a connection to the world through knowledge and that feeling of like oh shit this thing arrived and like let me read this let me check this out and like that's still something.
0: Yeah, and I guess we don't just have to send each other books either.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> we gotta think of a way to make the um, packaging renewable, though. I know. Yeah, because I'll be honest. I, s- I sat down with the envelope that, like, the mailer that you sent me, and uh-huh. was trying to like meticulously scratch the freaking labels off <laughs> <laughs> so that I could save two bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I'm at. But, um, it didn't work very well,
0: well, <laughs> next time, I just have a bunch of bubble mailers at work, so I can like send you a few bubble mailers, or we can just like, do like a like a small cardboard box. oh, that's true, and send send that back and forth, you know that'd be kind of fun. We could like make the box we could each add something to the box <laughs>
1: <laughs> each time, make it real crafty. Do you, like do you know code?
0: do you know to send it out media mail? Yeah, they did that. Yeah. Yeah, okay, because that'll save you some money too.
1: Dude, I forgot my fucking wallet too. What's it was such a shit show from start to finish, man. I got to the post office, forgot my wallet, so I had to pay in nickels. <laughs> it's just, I went up to the guy and I was like, I'm so sorry, man. And he's like, why? And I was like, just you're about to find out. And uh, <laughs> I just dropped this big bag of nickels down onto the counter and I'm like look you have a choice right now I can either pay for this thing in nickels entirely right here or you can kind of take this thing on good faith I live like a mile and a half away and I'm gonna go get my wallet what did he do we kind of met did he take the nickels we met halfway okay he made me pay for half of it in nickels all right which I thought was insane but he, he did and then he let me do the other $2 on good faith. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it was uh, just way more of a mess than it needed to be, but yeah. your books are en
0: route. Um, you also, like, don't worry about sending back the ones that I've already sent you. Okay. I don't know if you just did that or not. I did, but, yeah. Okay. But... <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so I was going to say, like, you, you know, we might as well just... Wait to. I'm. I'm. Everything I'm sending you, I've already read. So like, I can just wait until I see you next time to. Like, if we continuously send each other back books, we're paying double postage. So. (laughs) (laughs) I got them all into one mailer. I
1: got like a big, uh, big padded thing. Okay. But yeah, I mean it's they're pretty
0: like (laughs) they're pretty in there. So that that would have been a lot of nickels. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was a pretty sad,
1: sad moment. I I realized there was a lady. I was, like, waiting in line to deal with this thing, and I let a lady pass me, and she, like, kind of looked at me funny when I stepped out of the way. It said, oh, after you. Just very, like, you know, as if I was supposed to be doing any of this. And then I looked down, like, why did she look at me weird? And I looked down and realized I'm just holding a big sack of change. (laughs) And I've just got an envelope and a huge sack of change. Oh my god, I look fucking insane, especially with a mask. (laughs) There's no, you can't see the polite smile as I let her go by. (laughs) You just see a crazy-eyed person who just had nine cups of coffee, has a big sack of nickels, and an envelope full of (laughs) bucks. Oh yeah, dude.
0: Oh god. who keeps running out to his car and coming back in. It was a good day, dude. I love the pandemic.